everyone, welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week, the Clash of Kings book club number four featuring John 1 and Catelyn 1. I am Michael Thrifty Nerd tomorrow, and with me is Tim Lanning. Hey guys. Jennifer Cheek. Hi everyone. Mike Dow. Hello. And Richard Nick Bristow. Hey, hey everyone. Hey guys, how you doing? I, mi- I missed you guys last week, this whole week. I missed you. I know, I know this whole week apart. Week. I've been on a whirlwind tour. I've been on the West Coast. I've been in the air. I've been on the ground. I'm not dead, or am I? Oh, oh no. Oh, we shall wow. see. I know I don't want any of you to die, but whenever we record two episodes back to back, I want one of you to die so bad. Oh no. Because we be like, eh, get it? It's funny. It's a weird joke. Oh. It's only funny if that sleep. person makes jokes about them being alive or dead. Um, basically, if I am dead, you're all cursed. I will haunt you. I am right. definitely sure I will not get hit by a bus this week. Oh god. The thing is, living in Boston, that's like not so sure. Like, that could happen. That's a sore subject for Mike Dow. So. That's true. He has been hit by buses. Guys, I want to share a special link with you because it is, we're doing Jon Snow's first chapter. So I would like everyone to click the link that I just put into the video chat that we're doing right now at castofthrones.com slash tinychat or tinychat.com slash castofthrones. Oh, porn. It is not porn, guys. Oh, I saw that. Guys. No, the rumors are that. What's happening? Kit Harrington, who is Jon Snow, and Rose Leslie, who plays Egret. Are actually for real dating in real life. Oh my god. Oh my They're really god. doing oh, this? Give a shout out. Yeah. Guys, uh, Miss Betsy Cohen uh, G-chatted me at work earlier this week with this link and was freaking out. She was also afraid I would judge her and I'm like, wait a second, why would I judge you? That's the best news I've heard all day. Excellent. I'm judging you both right now. When, what? <laughs> when I thought you guys were talking about... When Nick said porn... What? I expected you guys to mention the ad on the side of Tiny Chat with the big boobed Asian lady, which yeah. was what I thought we were all talking no. about. No, guys, um, no. So that was you there. cannot deny that butt wiggle. Like that can't, even you if can't. it's acting. I know you can't, you can't turn it away. What if Kit Harrington is just a method actor and he's just doing this to make next season better? That's true. No, he isn't. Definitely, yeah. definitely, that's true. But no, Tim and I still talk at each other in egret voice, like. Oh, but mostly... Oh, I'd like to order a strawberry shake. <laughs> most of me really just yell Lord of Bones Lord at each of other. Lord of Bones. I love, I love Rose Leslie. She's wonderful. And I, I want them to actually be dating. This is like too much good looking in one place, though. Maybe the world will explode. What happens when a ginger marries and makes baby with black haired? I think black hair wins. I think uh, the seed yeah, is strong. Red hair yeah. is re- recessive. So. It, it depends on whether guys, the seed is strong or not, you guys. Now the ad has a hot also, lady, and I can see her nipple. What? I think it what? also determines if, if you get if you if you conceive under the sun, then they'll be red haired. Mm. I think that's how it works. It definitely depends if you're wearing socks or if you're standing <laughs> yeah. up. I think you have to be standing up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you throw up. salt over your shoulder afterwards. And you can't get pregnant you if you're standing. That'll give up. your boy good luck. Hey, you guys, Something. John Snow. Uh, can't find Sam because he has been in the library reading all night long. <laughs> that nerd. What is, is Sam in grad school? Uh, Everyone grad school. Grad school. Uh, <laughs> Sam is in the uh, vaults of uh, the the Black Tower. What do they call it? Night's Watch Land and Castle Black. He is in Bookland. Castle Black. Castle Black. Thank you. Um, and I just love the idea uh, yet again. This whole the- idea of like. The Night's Watch so forgotten that they have one of the best libraries. And Mm -hmm. definitely, besides, I guess, like, Old Town, which is where the Maesters live. But But he even mentioned that the Maesters don't even have all these books. But here's the problem. They do not use the Dewey Decimal System or any sort Mm -mm. of decimal system. It is a mess in there. It's really hard to get real work done down there because every time you go down there, it's just filled with, you know, brothers using the computers for porn. And you can't do anything. Yeah. You're like, dude, go dig some gold. Yeah, yeah this, take it to Moultown. Real life ladies elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so the, these, they need these maps. They're looking for maps. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what the old, the old bear was like. Sam, go find me maps. 
And Sam took all night not really looking. I mean, he did find some maps, but also he was looking at a lot of other stuff. Do we think yeah. it's funny that the leader of an all-male army is called the Old Bear? <laughs> Have we, oh, is that funny? Man. I don't remember anymore. How much gay love happens in the Night Watch? I guess it simply has to happen, right? They talk about, uh, you know, later on in other books, they, there's just often mentions of, and they used him as a woman. <laughs> yeah, like there's, that, yeah, it goes on. It what, definitely goes laundry on. And and it's definitely like, oh. yeah, that's 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 Punch what it is. Punch the screen. But I do. Feel I like... think the domestic chores are better than rape. I'm that's sorry. True. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, but I feel like is it like a prison situation? Maybe not like even rape, but kind of like hey. We're all dudes, but there's no ladies around, so let's just have an agreement. It's what they call gay for the stay. Gay for is the stay. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, huh. But it's but yeah. they got Motown right there, like guys. They, got, um, they can they can do their thing. I feel like there probably isn't a, a wide selection of ladies in Motown. That's what I was wondering about. How many whores do they have? And like, how good are they? Beggars cannot. There's be no Raws. That's true. There's, yeah, it's true. The best has gone down to King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Even though she's not really in the book. Any damn way. <laughs> holy shit, Tiny Chat ads. Look at that girl's boobs. Why? I, why is why do you not have ad block? Why would I ever I, ad blo- have ad block? I wouldn't see these boobs. Okay, the reason I don't have ad block on this computer is I just bought this computer like a few days ago, so I haven't done that. Wow, look at them. They were out of control. Guys, I um, I don't, so Sam, real, one of the reasons he's up all night is he's finding all this cool stuff, like first-hand accounts of the rangers going north of the wall and fighting giants and trading with the children of the forest and stuff. Do you think that's real? Yes. That mint-conditioned Bulbasaur card? <laughs> oh, man. Bulbasaur, right? Am I right? <laughs> right, yeah. We definitely be- have a, an idea that a lot of the myths exist. Mostly the thing that helps us the best is that um, book one starts with the whites, obviously, yeah. and ends with uh, dragonites uh, being birthed. So it really lets you know that maybe anything happened. I think that, like, I don't know, I'm sure that the people in the story are probably like, what, no way, Children of the Forest, that's not real. But now, like, we as readers are like, maybe that is real, <laughs> we don't know. Do you really didn't believe those things were real? Because, you know, we are kind of in a fantasy book here. No, I'm saying the people in the story right. don't think it's real. Like, they talk about, like, oh, there's nothing beyond the wall, but Grumpkins is not. It's like, they don't think there's, like, actual scary stuff there. But we know, as a reader, that there is. So, yeah. I feel like, like yeah. I, I just, like, if I was in that universe, I would believe everything. There are fucking dragons flying around, for <laughs> yeah. God's sake. You know, yeah. you got dragons, I'm sure there's other the weird thing, shit out dragons there, Dragons are not that, like, crazy. They're just like, hey, look, there's giant lizards. It's like saying, like, With if wings. you never that saw That breathe fire. fire and fly. But, I mean, yeah, no one's seen one in, like, a hundred years. fly. So. But you knew they existed. Yeah, but if you haven't seen it, I feel like it's like almost enough time has gone by that. I mean, like there were dinosaurs that were basically dragons, they just didn't breathe fire. Yeah, but those else was- are those bones are actually like five thousand years ago. Um, the devil buried those to trick us. Yeah, yeah, dinosaurs never existed. That's bullshit. <laughs> Not um, and there is an idea it, of Game of they Thrones. They could have existed. The, the world's only been around two thousand years. The, yeah, that the um. Maesters of Old Town are really against magic, and since maesters are in every single town, there's an idea that they may be spreading some disinformation. Because mm. there are definitely people that don't even believe that dragons ever existed, which is weird, because we know that A, they existed, and B, they exist currently. But I can't blame right. a person in Game of Thrones world for like maybe doubting that, because they don't really, they don't have the internet. And they don't like they don't have access to any of this information. It's all like word of mouth. Is that I mean, it probably is smarter to just be like, I'm not going to like disbelieve what people tell me. Like, right. Well, then that being said, they also kind of, like w- what we covered last week, one uh, full rotation of seven days ago, about they just hear stories of a giant she bitch wolf running around <laughs> eating babies. And they're and like, like, yeah, bullshit. that's real. But at the same time, they probably hear stories so often that they think that every other story is false. Like, and we know, um, Bar in the chat room is talking about dragon bones. Like, we know there are dragon bones in King's Landing, but a lot of people have never seen that. So, like, right. why would they yeah. think well, Robert took well, it down? With yeah. small folk, I mean, dragon it's all bets are off. But, I, you know, I mean, Maester Lewin is, you know, taught the Stark kids all about, you know, the dragons and Nymeria yeah. and blah, 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 or whatever the, um, mm-hmm. dr- the dragons that were, came over in the conquering, and yeah. the, the seven kingdoms and all that yeah. good stuff. You know, yeah. it, it, 
in, in pre-internet days, it was much easier to convince people, like, of stupid shit. Like, oh, there's a, there's a secret boss in Mario 64 behind the waterfall, or yeah. you're going to hell because you're not Catholic and you broke away from the true, true <laughs> church. Like, shit like that. Like, I got away with that shit all the time before internet. Yeah, now. like, there, that was the same idea, too. I, I mean, I just feel like this is a continual theme, and maybe, I don't know if George R. R. Martin, like, meant for this to be a theme in, in Game of Thrones, but this is a thing that comes up for me all the time of, like, what's real, and how do you know what information is correct? Yeah. Because when you hear the same story from, like, five different viewpoints, and they're all slightly different, like, what? Yeah. what's the truth? And, and Sam is freaking out, telling John, like, here are things about the Night's Watch trading with the children of the forest, or he's talking about drag... Uh, 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 slaying uh, giants, and John's like, "All right, did you get the maps? I want <laughs> maps. Did you get the one that says where we need to go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. so that's like they don't have AAA. You can't get that that map. Exactly. Yeah, they only got right at this point in time. They only have single A, and it's not as good. Exactly. They it was they didn't have that yet. So. Do you think Samuel masturbated in the library? Uh, yeah, that's what it's for. What do you do in libraries, Dow? Gross, guys. Uh, what are you so, doing? Uh, guys, guys, Sam has to go north on the ranging. Like, he doesn't want to, but he has to. Uh, and poor Pip and Toad are, like, so excited to go, and they don't even get to go. Isn't that sad? I think that Samwell is, like, trying to distract himself from the fact that he has to go be on the wall, and that's why he stayed up all night. Like, being like, Person- I don't want to think about well, it. Well, personally, I, I think that Samwell has been having a tough time, and finally, he gets to do something he's good at and something that he enjoys. Yeah. So I like to think that if they didn't go on the ranging, that he would just be down there all the time, yeah. like organizing. Yeah. They just find he would a be corpse. Fucking finding the shit out of those maps. Yeah. Yep. He, would, he would learn he, so much, and he would probably so pull a early from Lost and still not lose weight, though. <laughs> Somehow, until he just died. Yeah. For some he reason, probably... I always pictured this like library room at like the bottom of a like a well. Yeah. Like in a dark pit. Yeah. Four eight sixteen yeah. Um <laughs> so they they leave the the uh library after finding a few choice maps, but they're all old and even John picks up some scrolls that just sound like a grocery list and it is like practically crumble in his hands. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're made from leather. So they talk about, they, we get some background on the wall and the Night's Watch and stuff. And, and like, the wall is wicked cool and whatnot. And they talk about Moletown and how, you know, some of the, because they're about to go on arranging. So, you know, some of the guys go to the church and sing. And some of the other guys go to Moletown to get some whores. Whores. Um, going on. Whores. Yeah. And we definitely get the, um, I, I general all-around grumpy John who is like, mm, these people going to make sex. They're dumb. I don't want to make bastard. Mm, meanwhile, these people go to religion. I keep the old gods. Yeah. I'm grumpy. I feel like meanwhile John is furiously masturbating in his room at night. Like, oh god. He can't. <laughs> he, bur- <laughs> he burned uh, his sword hand. That. Oh, he's got, he's got to ha- but see, that's, isn't that better for him? I oh my god, I'd love to burn I my sword I think you hand. judge men unfairly, girl and Tim. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Here's the thing, I don't know about, I, I've never been the owner of a penis, but wouldn't, like, you, if you, you do own a hand, penis, it feel more like it wasn't you touching You got it? married. That's what you got in a marriage. That's true, I do. I am your yeah. slave. <laughs> yes, that's the whole point of getting married, ladies. So you own a penis forever. So do you, like, keep it in your purse? Yeah. So they go to visit the old bear, and he's talking to that dude with a small, weak chin and a small, weak mouth who wants to be in charge of the ranging because um, Benjen's gone, so he should be first ranger. And Sir Alistair's gone, too. Yeah. So he's like, listen, you piece of shit. I am the old bear. I am still strong enough. I'm tired of sending off the first rangers to die or to be lost. I'm going to go this time so that I get all the information. You mean, is Thorin Thorin Smallwood? Is that you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, that dude. That guy. Weak chin face. That son of a bitch. The new acting first ranger. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, he won't call him first ranger because they don't know Benjen's dead. Which He's is kind of dumb. He's acting as the first ranger. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Thank yeah, you. He, yeah, acting first ranger. Um, but I think the old bear's really not into making this dude the first ranger. Like, he would not have if he yeah, could have just chosen it's like, it. Yeah, it's like he was like the fine. most experienced under, you know, Benjen and... He just assumes that he gets the position. Right. Yeah. Uh, and apparently there is some form of glory to lead the largest ranging 
that they've done, I have to assume... In what? a long time. But I'll make up a term. 400 years. <laughs> sure. 400 years they've done that. That seems inaccurate. That seems, that yeah. seems a little high. <laughs> I bet they've done it more recently. No, that. not that. Okay, so they're taking 200 people from the Black Tower. What is it called again? No, from the Shadow Tower. No, no, 200 from Castle Black, where John is. Castle Black, thank you again. Oh. And then 200. I think it's 300, but whatever. I think it's 200, Wait. and then 100 from uh, Corin. Half Hand is bringing. We're gonna have to disagree to disagree. Also, Corn is not spelled Wait, how I thought it was spelled. I just saw it. Yo, dogs. The old bear is taking 200 seasoned men, three quarters of which are rangers. Core and Halfhand will bring another 100 brothers from Shadow Tower. So like I said, old bear is taking 200. Corrin yeah, is we'll just have to agree to disagree. We, I don't know if I trust your reading skills, Tim. Like, look, That's a good point. I know you're quoting back, That's a good point. but I hate those. Guys, I like I it. I, you know what? I appreciate This isn't a book. Your, this you. is a picture of a cat. On its back. Uh, I'm on. I'm on Tim's side. Oh, I didn't read. I'm making this all up. Wait, Tim can't read. So, um, so yeah. So Mormont's big plan is he's going to bring a bunch of ravens with him. So when they eventually, um, you know, if if something real wicked or bad happens to them, you can at least tell, right? You know, everyone what's going on. So that's his like big plan. every every day is basically going to be like, hey man, we're still cool. It's cold. All so right, alive. bye. bye. And Samuel has to go because Mr. Eamon cannot because he's old and blind. And no one else really knows how to do the ravens right. They're birds. You just, like, do you yell at them? Well, I don't know. I guess he has to give them special instructions. Well, how do they tell the birds? I think we have to, like, feed them and you've got to know your letters so you can write notes and stuff. Well, I think originally yeah. he wanted Sam to go treat with Renly. Um, yeah. But, then, right. but uh, a quaking fat boy uh, isn't going to make the right impression on Renly. <laughs> so he yeah. Especially because... Instead. He's yeah. correct, because that would not... I don't think Renly would, would listen to well, Samuel. More importantly, Renly's um, bro, Tyrell's, and their bro is the Tarths. Tarly. Tarly, excuse me. Um, Jennifer and I were talking about this today, about how interesting it is that the Tarleys are a pretty big house. Yeah. they got to be in the top ten. They're, they're pretty powerful. They're like they're the Kardashians. Cool. Really. <laughs> no, no, no. Kardashians are like the Lannisters, that being the number one. No, because uh, the family. Lannisters have real power, the Kardashians don't. Mm. Oh, they have power over me. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they have power How over your you? heart, maybe. Oh, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the Tarleys are pretty big bros. Right? Did with you get Tyrells? Like the first time I read it, it's like, oh, here's another name, you know, that you file in with everyone else, but. Yeah, the, but they keep popping the Tars- up. They're everywhere. Tarly. Yeah. Tarly, thank you. You keep saying Tart. The, the Tarleys are, like, second in the the um, Tyrell lands, whatever it's called. And that is one of the, the richest areas, again, as we mentioned, because of food and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. it, they're a really, really big house. And it's really, you know, here's two dudes from really big houses just hanging out, Stark and Tarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like on the level of like a Frey or uh, I don't know. They're pretty yeah. big. Yeah. big house. They're important. Yeah, like they're up there, but not like the biggest. So, exactly. um, so uh, uh, Mormont starts telling John about uh, Maester's A- Maester Amon's decision to come to the wall, and as we all know, Amon is the brother of Egg from Duncan Egg, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. if you listen to our Duncan Egg uh, book club podcast. And you know about that. If you haven't, you should go read them right. and listen to them. And if, yeah, it, just to clarify, Egg on the Unlikely is Egg from Duncan Egg, right? Yes. yes. Right. Yes. Because he is the fourth, fourth? son of, of a, a fourth, fourth son. son. So yeah. like the likelihood of him actually being king was pretty low, but he was. And yeah. and Egg Aegon or Egg on the Unlikely, he has who who's the, the last king? Ares? Mad King Ares? Mad, Mad King Ares. Yeah, so a- Ares is Aegon's son? No, I think Aegon died before he got a chance to to make or create. I think he had a son that he called Duncan the Small. I'm not sure about he that. He did. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He, he does have a. They a all Duncan died kid. at um, Summerfall, Summerhill, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, Aemon, Aegon. Where the fuck is Aegon? Sad guy. It's real sad. Yeah. Aegon uh, has Aegon has Duncan Targaryen, Jaehaerys the Second Targaryen, and. Rahal Targaryen. 
Yeah. But there, but we don't f- know who he has the 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 lady who the lady is in the story. Oh, yeah. um, a- okay. Here, here it is. Aegon the Unlikely had Jaehaerys, who was Aerys dad. Uh, that was it. Uh, so Aerys, see, that seems weird. The that like there's like that, there's like two lines after him before we get to. Magic so in three again. generations, they went from yeah. cool to batshit crazy. Yeah, and I guess Aerys couldn't have been that old then, right? Because if Master. Maester Aemon is still alive. You know, Aeg should could technically still be alive. And yeah, uh, Maester Aemon's like over a hundred years old. He's got to <laughs> yeah, be exactly. like Moses, right? Because Moses lived to be five hundred. Because you know the yeah. Bible don't lie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's well, how it went. No. Okay, so um, this is where. Remember when we were doing the uh, Duncan Book Club? When I was like, "Oh yeah, one of the Targaryens drank wildfire because he thought he was a dragon." Yeah, mm. this is where it talks. This is where it comes guy. from. But that guy, if he didn't get uh, essentially banished, he would have been king before um, Egg the yeah. Unlikely. He so was good right. thing didn't happen because he was obviously batshit crazy because he drank wildfire. What the fuck? Now, <laughs> in, yeah. the idea again. Uh, that was uh, Arian. Aemon's... Arian, yes. Uh, Arian. I think he called himself Bright Spear or something like that. Eventually, or Bright Flame or something like that. So, yeah, Bright Flame. Um, but basically, the idea is that. A ton of Targaryens went crazy, and what I think the readers decided was it was based off incest. But you know, I've I've heard conflicting opinions based on like real genetic stuff that incest doesn't really cause people to be that crazy. It could just be just that they just happen to be crazy, right? I mean, that happens. But that was the idea. It is kind of. Str- I don't really know why uh, uh, Mormont decided to go through all this, but you know what, Jar Jar did. He's like, hey. Targaryens, bitches. Yeah, I think he... Yeah. Info. Well, no, he wanted to... Because he wanted... You know, we... This is when, um... John just found out that his brother has been all kinged and whatnot. Um, so, yeah. he wanted to... You know, he he talked about how Aemon is in the same shoes he was in. Like, he had a brother yeah. for a king. And he wants John to make like, sure... Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. He wants to make sure that Rob is... Or that uh, John's not gonna take off and... He's gonna stay as a member of the Night's Watch. That is the point of this, but yeah, like I right. should have been a helper to the king instead of here, you know, stupid castle black eating salt beef. Right, and John doesn't even really get necessarily what Mormont's saying because, like Jennifer said, he goes, "Why are you telling me this?" And then, like Mormont's like, "Shut up! I like I'm just telling you cool stuff." Like, don't and, you like to know information? Yeah. Bro? He's like, he's like, didn't you read the? The Duncan egg <laughs> it came story out two that months I wrote, ago, like five months before. Like it's totally yeah, yeah. but then they do that. switch over to basically be like, "All right, so you are a, a brother of a king. What will you do if you know if Rob dies or if mm-hmm. he is the legitimate king and you're stuck up here, yep, uh, unremembered, unrenowned, um, yeah, like no glory at all." And, and he just was reminding me, like, "Look, you know how awesome Mister Ma- Aemon is." He was like, nope, I don't want to be king. Like, And he, like, the, the like, maesters in Citadel were like, that's, Eamon, you can be. You can stop being a maester, that's okay. And he's like, nope, that's not my place. I'm going to yeah. stay. Because John, John even said, like, I knew Rob would be the Lord of Winterfell. Yeah. But, but the, that's a different thing than being king. Right. It's like, you know, he will have tons of jewels and silk and stuff and like that. And a pretty wife. And, yeah. And John is never going to have any of that. You will never have sex with your Greek, who you've not met yet. And... <laughs> you will die with, like, gross black chainmail and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, and John makes a fair point in that, like, it doesn't matter. He's a bastard no matter what. So, yeah. Yeah. True. he has no claim to anything, even if Rob gets killed or whatever. Yeah, yeah bastards can still get married, though. Like, I, to me, that's, like, the worst the worst thing, being like, look, you're never gonna, like, be able to have a relationship with someone. You, you're never gonna, like, feel the love of a man and woman, and you're never gonna have a child. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing that's... It, I mean, some people choose to not do that, but it's that option is taken away from you. Yeah. You chose that when you were 15. But I do love... I know, that's the thing. Like, when he gets to, like, 18, that was like, why did idea. I do this? He's just looking that's down at his boner, screaming, like, like help! <laughs> <laughs> what do I do about this? He goes out to me screaming, like... Something's wrong with my dick. It keeps standing up. And he's like, um, John, um, that's a boner. <laughs> about that. <laughs> You're going to call making your small clothes. I don't think smaller. they used the word boner back then. <laughs> I think they did. No, they didn't have boners. No, they never got boners. Right. Oh. <laughs> Tight clothes. 
the, mm-hmm. yeah, the tent clothes. Yeah, tent but clothes. I did like how the old bear was basically like giving him shit. It was like, hey man, does that make you pissed? Aren't you mad? You're mad, right? Trying to make me mad. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> hey man, I like my vowels and shit. Like, I love them. Yeah, but what if, you know, what will you do? He's trying to be so much like Ned. Like, my vows, very important. He's, He's like, promises and stuff. you're mad that Rob's going to be a king, right? He's like, no. He's like, you're a liar, right? He's like, probably. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, John does say, I will be troubled and keep my vows. Yeah. So, old emo John wants to keep his vows and be a knight's man. John, he promises, I will keep my vows. Yep. Speaking of Rob. <laughs> Let's take a speaking of Rob Donkey. To his evil stepmom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a hard time not hating Cat, even though I know. Why is this chapter titled Cat and not, you know. John. Because it's all from her perspective. You mean Rob? All the Starks look alike. Yeah, we don't get Rob's perspective. We yeah. only get Catelyn's. Yeah. yeah, so we're in Catelyn 1 now, you guys, if you haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, uh, Catelyn 1, we get to meet up with her. They're in Riveron, which is one thing I'm pretty excited about in Season 3, because yeah. my understanding is they will be in Riveron. And Riveron is, like, real pretty. It is? I-, I think so. I mean, there's, like, lots of water around. Like, it was talking about that one scene where um, Catelyn... And the Blackfish are in uh, Hostertelli's, like, sunroom or whatever, and they go out onto this docking, and it's like, the Riverlands, and there's water, and it's so pretty, and it's hey like guys, or whatever. what's a solar? I think it's, it's a sunroom. Solar? Um, yeah, it's like a room, it's like, I think it's is it? round. Guys, we like to call that a Florida room, in Florida. Wait, is that really what that's called? Yeah. <laughs> is that because you're from northern <laughs> Florida? Are you from Florida? Um, well, northern Florida, they call it a Florida. Florida room. Wait, Florida room. Wait, so, so if I make one of those in North Carolina, is it a North Carolina room? No, it's just a porch. <laughs> it's a Florida room? Well, but yeah, no, we really call weird. We call open air porches Florida room. We call it a sunroom. Yeah, but we're the sunshine state. What the fuck is a Florida room? Wait, you, wait, an open air? You mean like no, without walls? It's got walls? like, um, like, uh, oh my gosh. I, I don't want to use the word mesh, mesh, but that's what I'm thinking. What is it called? A screen? It has screens. <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. a, a, like a screened yeah. in screen porch. Screen porch. We call those floater rooms. So it's, but, but in, I don't think they had screens in West Rose. No, they did. They, no, I, I think it was not like that. What's chain mail then? Mm-hmm. How do you keep the that's bugs important. out then? I don't know. I don't think they you care don't have about screens. that Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. That reminds me of um, that time when Rob got that new crown, and it's made of bronze and iron, and it's hard yeah. and not very pretty, and it doesn't have jewels and stuff. <laughs> and Rob's like, I don't know how to make oh, this in my so head. <laughs> now he needs I to be the beautiful south and the hair. iron throne and the iron crown. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Pokemon. Do you think like, when he eventually... <laughs> he's like, hey, I have half the set. I get a really good set bonus if I have the iron crown and the iron throne. Now, if I get the Iron Born right. and the Iron oh. Men, Iron Man. Well, Iron ooh, so that's that's kind of uh, like star. kind of uh, well, that makes sense. Like foreshadowing, or like kind of a, like he has an Iron Crown, and so he belongs on the Iron Throne. Like, yeah, you, know, uh, you, you guys do know that Stark. You do know that Stark is uh, yeah. legitimately named after um, uh, uh, Iron Man. Right? Because uh, Jar Jar loves comic books and stuff. Wait, is that real? Mm-hmm. What? Lannisters are named after uh, the Ro- War of the Roses, whatever they're called, their name. Because it's like uh, Lancasters and something else. Oh, and uh, the Starks take place of whatever that something else is. And, and it's because of Tony Stark. Because Tony Stark. Mm. I like that. That makes me really happy. Yeah. Hmm. So Tony Stark is Lancaster seem very, like, and Stark-like, York. though. Yorks. Ah. Exactly, yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Information. That's pretty sweet. So, um... Oh, the Lancasters, their symbol is the red rose. I know a little bit that the star and everything's tying together. <laughs> like, they're the red yeah, thing and the, the stars whole... up in the, with the snow with the white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the whole, like... I guess the idea of the Song of Ice and Fire started... When Jar Jar was making up stories about his turtles when he was when he was younger, and eventually it did blossom into a fantasy retelling of the War of the Roses with a little, with obviously huge twists and um, taking on a life of its own. But that was the original, I guess, uh, impetus. Did anyone in the House of York get beheaded? I don't know. Probably, probably all of them. I have to assume. 
So, um, so Rob drags Sir Cleos Frey out. He's a technically a Lannister. Uh, he he's fight, was fighting for the Lannister, even though he's a Frey. He's actually married to a Lannister. Uh, he was captured during the Battle in the Whispering Wood, and uh, and Rob's all, "Hey, I'm going to send you to bring terms of peace to Cersei." Yes, but you are a knight, so yeah. you have to you have to pinky swear that yeah. you're going to come back, right? And he's like, pinky swear. Which I thought was kind of ridiculous. Like, seriously? Yeah. I would yeah, just move what, across like, the sea and be like, uh-oh. Well, not even that. Like, if you go back to King's Landing, Rob is a pretender and and uh, a traitor. So, like, I'm just going to stay here. I'm good. I'm fine. But I think, you know, Cersei probably wants to send him back. So it doesn't necessarily matter. But the big thing is, Rob sets up some bullshit terms. Which are really long, and we don't necessarily have to go into The them, hostages but... part, they left out of the TV show. Oh, yeah. The ten but... hostages? And he's like, we'll let two go for every year that you're good. Yeah. Yeah, every every year of peace. So basically, he's being... Two. Like, do they get, like, one every New Year's? Or, yeah. like, one in New Year's and one in the middle of the year? It's like hostage layaway. Is what oh, that yeah, that's a good point. Like, do you give them back... <laughs> it is hostage layaway. Yeah, yeah and... That's the thing. You have to really plan for your layaway because what if it takes, you know, two years to get peace? But if it takes 20, you're screwed. So if you don't budget it right, you don't have enough hostages. And who, who gets to decide who goes first? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, you probably, you know, the, the most valuable stays around the longest. Yeah, because you got to but... keep the strongest for later. It's like, hey, I only have one guy, but I'll stab him if you start war. And if they're like, I don't care. I will stab, stab the shit out of this I'll face. I, I think the point God. is moot, my friends, because Rob knows full well that uh, that Cersei is not going to accept these terms. This is true because they're they're wicked bad Touché. terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, well, he's got like, right. he's got Jamie. I, I think this, and the things you do for love, point. thrifty. The right. I mean, that's the only thing that really matters is that they're not giving Jamie back. They're going to keep yeah. his ass. Well, he's supposed. To, he's coming in high, like he, he's like coming in real high on his offer, and he he's, you know, he needs a counter offer. He wants to see like how badly, like they want peace or yeah, but they they don't him. want peace. This, they want this to, isn't Pawn Stars. I th- like at this point, he's coming off of two major victories. But what I didn't realize was those were essentially the same battle. It was Whispering Wood. And the Battle of the Camps. So that was, like, two things happening at the same time yeah. in different places. Well, no, it, it happened... The Whispering Wood was definitely first, but a couple hours later... That's what I meant. Like, yeah. but, but it's part of the same strike. Exactly. Because right. Whispering Wood was to distract. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in the show, they definitely make it sound like one Sir Cleos Frey is going to be like, um, she's not going to accept this. <laughs> and another thing is they, they hint at other battles that Rob has won. But it's pretty explicit in the book that he's only won these two battles. That being said, Tywin Lannister, the Lannisters have two armies. One under Jaime Lannister, one under Tywin. And Rob beat half of those in one swift move. So he is definitely winning. And yes, wait, just to, and Bar in the chat room pointed out, it wasn't the Whispering Wood that was to distract. It was the other one they did first, right? Is that true? Well, they split No, they did up. Whispering Wood first, captured... captured uh... Jamie. Um, Jamie, Jamie, and then they went on to the camps. Yeah, uh, and then because the distraction, them there. the distraction was when they sent Bruce Bolton down when they split up at the Kings. Mm. So there right. was right. that battle. I don't know where it was where Bruce Bolton attacked uh, the army, which actually included Tyrion Lannister, mm. and yeah, where he was in the van and that whole deal. Right, right, and the Starks lost. But it was they were supposed to lose. Yeah, that was like the whole point. Of and it. I think it was almost literally as soon as that battle with Tyrion ended and his mountain men, like, oh fuck, <laughs> we're split up. And this is bad. All of their horsemen are over here. Yeah. So, yeah. But he is definitely cocky. Yeah, it, it's really like an American versus Redcoats kind of situation where they're like, now, we're not. Now here's the thing. Maybe you guys. <laughs> guys. It, is Rob yeah. the one that's devising all these plans, or is it like his? Rob did, did devise the plan of splitting the army. Okay, so so he is like genuinely a good like I don't know. He's better. Than, he's better than most because Great John Umber definitely wants to just like fucking strength smash. Whereas I feel like Bruce Bolton was trying to be like, no, you need to be like more stealthy about this. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, he's definitely got people who are his advisors who know yeah. how to and battle I, correctly. I think, if I, unless I don't remember correctly, I think what happened was, in the last book, J- Rob was really frustrated about what to do. And he's hearing tons of different um, um, theories about the best battle plan. And then Catelyn essentially says, dude, you're their, uh, at this point, leader. All of their people are dying for you. You have to choose. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like a, a, a cocky look in his eye and he brings up a plan. Yeah. And that is the plan where he um, switches the armies. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Did they, like, did Rob, like, I don't know, did they learn, like, I don't know, like, tactics for battle, like, in their education from Maester Lewin? Is that a thing that you would learn? Well, probably from yeah, absolutely. Ned. That's, yeah. see, that's awesome. They're, they're trained all their lives. battle tactics. I know yeah. that's not I mean, useful they've to my ta- life, They even but... have mentioned, like, this metal is the ring in my maester chain that is about tactics and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. And, Man, so maesters just, like, know everything. And basically. plus, yeah. Ned is known for really good tactics. Because you guys have to remember that during Robert's Rebellion, Ned was, like, what, 17, 19-ish? Yeah, he was young. young. He was really less young. than twenty-five for sure. Yeah, and he was un- he was known to be a, a good warrior, but a very very good tactician. Yeah, and he won several battles. So like it's maybe more like that. Robert may have been a better soldier, but Ned was a better leader in all in all reality. I think I heard that. Yeah, I, I think that's the the um, impression I've gotten as well. Well, yeah, because uh, King Robert Baratheon was understood to be the best uh, warrior in the realm. Yeah. And then Arthur Dane was probably, like, either a different better or something. Like, Robert had tons of, like, this brute force, and probably Arthur Dane had skill. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say that I guess it's not just, like, Rob randomly thought of a good idea. He's been, he's probably been studying, like, this sort of thing. So it's not like, because to me, I'm like, oh my god, he's 15. How did he think of such a good idea? But I guess he's been trained to but think of this. But that being said, you you uh, TV show watchers and you're, the people that are just listening to this and not actually reading, uh, Rob is 15. Yeah. He's tall he's for his age. He has beautiful hair, but still. He's really young. I'm impressed, personally. <laughs> I'm impressed even if he's 18. Have you right. met yeah. a matter. 15-year-old before? They, they, they could not do this. Yeah. This no, whole, when I was 18. is moot. It's so unrealistic. Fifteen-year-olds. Yeah, they they Let's haven't even mentioned. It. Come on. Yeah, yeah. This is this is ridiculous. They haven't even mentioned like an entire day of him masturbating <laughs> and popping his, his pimples. Ew. But I mean, I was a real dumbass when I was fifteen, so I can't like. I would have been a really bad. T- uh, wait, tactician. Tactician. I was gonna say statistician. I probably would have been bad at that too. Yeah. What well, What do you think you guys would have done when you were fifteen for a hot tactic? <laughs> um, Zerg rush, I guess. Zergrush. <laughs> More pylons, I guess? I don't know. So, uh, as soon as Rob starts saying the, uh, these are the peace, these are the, uh, um, what do you call them? The terms for peace. Yeah. Lord Rickard Carstark Car- is like, fuck this! <laughs> Storms hey, out. Bitches! Majorly he lost pissed. a couple kids during the Whispering Wood battle to yeah. Jamie Lannister specifically. Just wants to punish the shit out of the Lannisters and not, like, really make a deal with them at all. <laughs> Which is, he should know, like, I recognize his emotions are, like, overwhelming him, but, like, he has to know that that is not going to work out. And I have to I have to think that it uh, has a lot to do with how kind of savage the Northerners are. He's like, hey, man, I'm just, I want murder. Just straight up murder. Because remember, like, how no we mentioned uh, last book club that... The North doesn't have a lot of knights because things just work differently up there. Well, number yeah. one, they don't have knights because they don't believe in the Seven. Exactly, things just work strangely. Two, yeah, I feel like they're too harsh to be knights. Like I don't know, they're it's real. Canada. Canada. Yeah, the things are just different up there. That's true. O- only mountains. <laughs> I don't know how this works, um, but there's like all these Tim Hortons uh, everywhere. But. It's Moral ridiculous. of the story is that Carsart uh, is so super Kat, crazy pissed. Kat is, uh, like, all upset about this. She really, she's like, I want to release Jamie and get Sansa and Arya back. Because uh, they're my yeah. babies. Yeah. And, uh, my babies. My babies. Uh, Rob is like, no, I can't piss off my bannermen by doing that. That would be the stupidest thing yeah. we could do. Rob is definitely being pulled in several directions. And Catelyn, like, mentions how much easier it is to... I guess, convince a son than it is to convince a king. 
But that being yeah. said, Catelyn's ideas are like half shit. So who? I mean, who is Rob supposed to trust? His mom kind of sucks right now, mm-hmm. and well, a lot of his banner men just want to murder everyone. I know there's a lot of uh, like I've read articles about how sexist this is and how how Caitlyn goes from being so strong to being so weak and like mm-hmm. controlled by her womanly duties and all that yeah. bullshit. Have you read? Have you guys heard that? Well, I've seen critiques of the TV show that takes, um, I guess you'd say, cuts corners that the book does not. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, Catelyn does dumb stuff because she's a girl and a mommy. But, yeah, no, I mean, at this point, we don't have nearly as much um, ammunition to support Catelyn's uh, but, craziness. Know, at the same time, don't you think that Ned would have done everything he could to get his daughters back regardless? I think he would. I don't think but, he would have done anything. He like, there's nothing that Catelyn would do that Ned would not do. As he well. knows that the 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 um, the Lannisters aren't going to kill the girls. Though. He knows this as right. long as Jamie's alive. Yeah, exactly. Because Jamie, I mean Jamie, at this point is probably the best swordsman in the realm, and he's also he's actually not not that great of a battle commander because they mentioned that. Uh, Lord Tywin is not the Kingslayer, because the idea is Jamie's super impetuous, if I pronounce that word correctly, thank you, and that he is not going to just, like, attack anything. He's going to wait. So the Kingslayer, you know, is a great warrior, but he just loves battle too much to wait for the right time. Mm-hmm. But that being said, he's a, he, it's sort of like a morale piece. If they got Jamie back, he would get all their bannermen and hussy and then attack Rob and co., so Edmure wants to march on Harrenhal, uh, which is a super bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Harrenhal, you pretty much need dragons, otherwise you're not going to beat Harrenhal. Um, yeah. And it's kind of dumb, healthy. too, actually. <laughs> yeah, and because all the river lords were released to go protect their lands, but individually. So you got, like, the like six-ish, or five, I think, um, river lords that are uh, bannermen of Edmure that are released to go protect their lands, but Tywin and more importantly Sir Gregor Clegane are just picking them off and like either yeah. A like every battle that the River Lords win, it's not a big deal because the um the Lannisters are just burning down their fields. Yeah, like they may win, quote unquote, but they're losing all their resources and their people. Yeah. So, so they're like not one, really winning. And they and Catelyn specifically mentions how uh w- one family captures their their broken burnt down castle so it's like oh so you brought this broken castle which is yeah your family's lands but to what end yeah i mean i think this gregor clegane's like whole purpose is to just like raise the land like he's not trying to even win battles he's just trying to like destroy their resources yeah and to like create terror He's a terrorist. Yeah, and to fast like, forward a, a bit, uh, Brendan the Blackfish mentions this exact thing, that Terra has his place. Yeah, and that's exactly what Gregor Clegane is trying to do, and it's totally working, and it's messing with, you know, Rob's men, because they're so afraid of what's happening to their family and their small folk that they're breaking off, and it's weakening right. his, right. you know, his battle. Well, he also, he also wants to get Rob to just march on Harrenhal and attack, because, you know, that's where he wants yeah. to pick the place where the battle's going to be, so. Yeah, I mean, Rob it, has his weaknesses, and um, he knows them, and, you know, he's trying to exploit them, so. Yep. And it's really kind of touch and go right now, because Rob hasn't really won in a real fight. Like, he's done surprisingly well, but he still has a lot to do. He has um, a lot to learn, young one. This, um, yeah, this is like a shot of realness And, and here, so like. Kat... Uh, Kat is being really annoying, and Rob is like, I'm gonna send you back to Winterfell. Yeah. You can tell that he's like, shut up. I'm gonna send you shut back. up, Mom! And I really can't Mom. understand why she doesn't go back, because she hasn't seen her dad in what? She like fifteen years, and all of a sudden she's like, "I'm just waiting for my dad to die, and then I'll go back to Winterfell." Well, no, she wants to see him. That makes sense to me. No, but he he's like unresponsive. No, he's not completely unresponsive. Like he, he does, calls her the wrong name like all the time. That's because it's, it's, it'd be like a person who has Alzheimer, like but not completely. Like, he's there sometimes. 
He's not completely there. I mean, I get it, but I also I do not get it in light of the fact that like we know that Rickon is being raised by wolves. I don't think she knows that though. I think that she thinks he's better off than he is. But she knows that Bran can't walk, and she knows that Rickon's yeah. by himself. Yeah, she. Well, but she's also. I think she also wants an excuse to still be in the middle of it, so she can you know tell Rob what she what he should do and try to get back Arya and Sansa and stuff. And she also I mean, wants yeah, us to know what's going on. And she's like, I'm doing this for you guys, <laughs> readers. And then she looks up at the Thanks. book and waits. Yeah. But that's true to me as far as, I mean, she's trying to get Sansa and Arya. Those are, that's her main concern. Like, Bran and Rickon, maybe they, why? Don't, they don't have... What? She had... I mean, I get it. But, like, I think the biggest error of Jar Jar's writing is ha- ha- no good reason why she does not even spare a second thought for Brandon Rickon. Especially Rickon, who's four. No, well, she, she thinks they're, they're safe, safe up in Winterfell. No, mm. Tim, think about it this way. Yeah, they're in their house. Sansa and Arya are with their enemies. Yeah. Of course that she's going to try to get the, that that's, that's higher up on her priority list. That's like, on the shit for all to she do knows, list, like, like right at the top. Like, she can't make, she save, can't make Brandon have his babies. legs back. Like, yeah, they're, they're supposedly safe and fine. Like, you know, as well as, they, they're doing as well as they can. I get that. I guess it's just the idea that she thinks she can do more than she can. Well, she's trying to... to I mean, well, it, here's the thing, though. It's probably a good thing that she's there because it seems like Rob... I know he cares about his sisters, but I think he's being too affected by his bannerman, and they don't care. Yeah, well, they, they can't, they can't release Jamie Lannister. Yeah, they can't do that. Sisters. Like, if, but that's if, like the whole, if she whole releases Jamie Lannister, everything will go to shit. But this is what happened. Like this is literally, I'm like reading from the book right now. Like he, Rob is saying, I might have been able to trade the Kingslayer for father, but and then she says, but not for the girls. Girls are not important enough, are they? And that's why she's there because she has to be an advocate for Sansa and Arya. But not that Rob doesn't care about them, but t- like tactically, like he knows that's that's a weak position to hold. Yeah, the girl. I mean, Sansa and Arya have zero strategic value. Which sucks. Yeah, yeah. it's true. They don't. They, I mean, they it's look sad, pretty. But it's true in Westeros. Oh yeah, good point. Let's release some ladies. Yeah, and Jamie is like you know the one of the top battle commanders and like the, probably the top swordsman. He's in like realm. maybe like number one battle commander, number two like cool guy, and like and he's, a part he's of the like Kingsguard. not even well, like he's like number zero. Sister fucker. Like, he is, like, the best <laughs> one out there. Yeah, he is, like, real good at that. He, yeah, exactly. He doesn't even have to go to the, the sister fucker Olympics anymore. Yeah, he actually... He gets out the medal. He, he like, they just... They, they, they were like, okay, we're not going to hold this event anymore, and they just keep giving him gold medals every four years. Exactly. Every year. Exactly. Yeah. That's what happened. And then he melts them and makes them into armor. Yep. <laughs> and so and, and sweet grills that he can use for photoshoots <laughs> and stuff. Speaking of dumb ideas, um, Rob is going to send Theon to Pike to get um, the Greyjoys to help them, and yeah. that's going to probably go well. And um, that's it's going to go swimming. It's going to go well because uh, Theon has been besties with his dad for years now. I I just have to say, like I know, like Tim and some of you guys were being like, Catelyn's saying dumb ideas. Catelyn's probably onto something right yeah, here, but she does couch it in like six other super paranoid things. Yeah. It's like, bitch, you started this war. And I don't mean bitch badly. I mean, like, she bitched, like, nine minutes later. <laughs> Wait, but she didn't really start the Yeah, war. she did. She grabbed Tyrion. That's yeah, but this was it. gonna happen anyway. Meh. It was a part of it, but it was already in motion. Shit was already in motion. Well, okay, so she grabbed Tyrion, Lord Tywin sent out Cl- Gregor Clegane, and then Ned sent out people to capture it, which started the war. But if you had to pick a point, it was... Catelyn grabbing Tyrion. I mean, yeah, that definitely exacerbated things, but I mean, man, I don't there's know. a lot of shit in this chapter. Yeah. Cat, well, I mean, I think so the Cat then goes to see her father and uh, meets uh, Sir Brendan, the Blackfish, and uh, he's uh, who's awesome. awesome. Yeah, he's there with her, uh, her father, and luckily he has been cast for the third season, correct? Yes. Yay! Yep. Yes. It was not in the second. And uh, basically, he brings news that there's a third Lannister army being massed at, um, or well, at least another one. I don't know if Jamie's counts anymore, but yeah, they're making it, up another. It, they're making another Lannister army yeah. back at uh, Casterly Rock. Right. Yeah. And that and is going to be get the their shit together one. because once they're trained up, you know that's going to be. Bad news. Bad news. Because Harrenhal is bad news lions. 
Her- Hall is in the Riverlands, but it's a little bit north of King's Landing. And where they are is going to be kind of trapped between Casterly Rock in the west and Hall to the south. Right, so something's got to give. Um, I guess we wrap up the chapter where, you know, Kat decides, like, hey, I'm going to go talk to Renly. See yeah. if maybe, you know, we can work something out. I think Kat's just looking for something to do at this point. I mean, she is, like, grieving she pretty so hardcore, so I guess she needs to distract herself and, like, make her, yeah, make her, like, feel like she's contributing in some way. Yeah. Um... But yeah, she she's just looking to occupy her time, really. Yeah, and, that, and I think that's the biggest thing. I, I don't want to think this because I don't really want to join the anti-female Game of Thrones group. But it does sometimes sound like Catelyn just wants to be important. Well, but Catelyn's not. A Why is that an anti-female just, like, thing? Everybody wants to be important. Like, just like we rail like, on uh, Ned for being annoying. Theon. Yeah. Is that sexist? That I feel that like yeah. he has daddy issues. No, no, he totally he most certainly has daddy issues. Got and again, all the daddy issues. The show did a much better job with. He, he, but, so, guys, we did it. We we finished another chapter. For I the know book club. we got into did a, a oh, lot man. of. I, you know what? Look I at feel us go. Like that chapter kind of dragged near the end there. I think what happened was we were like distracted by all the other awesome stuff, but we barely touched. It was like we never said, and then Catelyn said this, but you know, really, we hit it. It was just like, man. So much stuff is going on in the background, y'all. Yeah. This is a lot of information-giving chapter. Yeah. It's important stuff. Not not as interesting as some Yeah, like, right. And Caitlin really is just... Uh, Catelyn is just like an... She's just a viewpoint for shit that's going on in the rock. sucks. So... Well, she's not as bad as Sansa, you know, who is sometimes it, it is literally weird. a camera. It, it's not like she's yeah. really doing much. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Are there any dude characters that are just, like, cameras? No. I don't know, I think sometimes Davos is that. Sometimes Davos is that, but he at least um, moves the plot forward a little bit. I don't know. I don't, I'll have to work out my feelings for that another time. <laughs> well, I mean, Kat, well, the, the, what we're talking about is sometimes Sansa, her chapters are literally, she's the only person in King's Landing. So we have to have someone near Cersei. Yeah, so she's the, she's the POV chapter. It's, at least in this Catelyn really chapter, we get her I mean, opinions. Like, yeah. I get I get it. There's so much happening in different areas that unless you, like, distinctly split it out, like, it'd be hard to do. Like, he could have done this book in a, in a way where he's like, now we're in this area, now we're in this area. I don't, I don't know. It, it's all really confusing, really. Would you guys right, have liked it if he told in every all week seven to... books from one character and then went back and told all seven books from another character? <laughs> that sounds horrible. But, yeah, which is why you should tune in to Cast of Thrones every week. As we attempt to make uh, the book make a little bit more sense. Yeah, we try. I, mean, I bit, think we succeed. And the big thing with this one is the war. And it's kind of tough keeping track of. You know? I, I think, honestly, I'm glad that we're reading it and we're going to talk about it again. Because I think it will help me understand some stuff. Like, when we were talking, I don't know, through the season, like I was like looking at different battle charts and stuff online. Because like, un- being able to like understand that from just reading it is really hard sometimes. So like being able to talk it out. Is helpful, so hopefully yeah, that'll be helpful for to sure. you guys too. Yeah, so I guess Amazing. we're done this week. Yeah, hey guys, let's take an iTunes donkey. Oh yeah, over That's to these iTunes reviews. To iTunes, <laughs> we don't want to pay Apple a billion dollars. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> let's take a yeah. oh, crap. Oops. One time I took I an didn't iTunes want to pay donkey. Them I have it. I'll do it right now. These iTunes, iTunes reviews donkey. have some pretty rounded corners. In swiping. <laughs> um, just Jack Solomon from United States says, I love you guys. Aw, thanks. Thank Aww, you. We love, we love you too. too. I love you the most, you. but only in a sexual way. <laughs> only sexual. Yeah. He, he lusts you. Lakers Girl says, Wish I had listened to this podcast during bar study because <laughs> if you want to pass the bar, well, we have, you, you know, listen to accounts us. at law. It's not kind of late for that now. It's true. It's, exactly. That's what kind of helps everyone pass it. No lawyers have not listened to Cast of Thrones. Duh. Love Low from the United States says, Best Got Podcast. Once I know what got means, I'll say thank you. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Sorry Sam Spore of the United States says, Humans are stupid. Okay. Yes, I mean, yes they are. 
Mm. Bill Mayer from the United States says, irreverently funny. Thank you. And he spelled it Tran correctly? Tran 2. I, I've yeah. never spelled it correctly. <laughs> never <true>. once. <laughs> Tran 2 uh, from... <laughs> Tran 2 from the, the U.S. says, good. Good. Thanks. I'll take it. You know what? <laughs> yeah, he also, I think, is this the review that complains about us calling him Jar Jar? I think that was last week. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was so long ago. He puts a lot of words in it. I get it. Why in Berlin? From the United States? I don't get it. Um, It's like spending lunchtime in science class. Exactly. (laughs) Because we drop so much science on y'all. X-Bar from the United States says, A man enjoys Cast of Thrones. Cred says, Another... Wait, what? Cred... (laughs) Says another GOT podcast, but still gives us five stars. So I guess they're happy for another one. I don't he says we are. He says you far. guys are by far the best GOT podcast. Like yes, and okay. when he says far, he means like miles, like miles, miles. Yeah, wheels and wheels. He really buries the lead in that one. Sarah Nixon from the United States says rating donkey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I get hey. it. Carl Drogo AAL says nin no. No, oh, I think that's a count at law. I, I think he's actually, it's a guy winking and holding up two uh, middle fingers. Oh! <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> is that what that is? Oh, I get it now. I think that's yeah. what that is. It says yep. N-I-N and then winking and then N-I-N. I think, yeah. He's flipping yeah, us the double word. Great podcast until they start emoticons. shitting on my profession. Is he an accountant? <laughs> Carl Drogo. <laughs> it's Carl Drogo A-A-L. Yep. He must be I'm an sorry, accountant. Guys. That's the best. Wait, but he gave us five stars. Accounting, so. like Carl. No, wait, he's a- an accountant at law. He's an AAL <laughs> or attorney at law. Can you, n- no, can you not know how to read? He's, uh, he's making it. He's making a funny joke. He he he's jape, he's just japing guys. Come on, Daenerys black sister Pull from the United States says. I think it. Okay. Anyway, go. Sorry. Daenerys, black sister from the United States, says, My dire dragon and their dire donkeys are totes. I, I bet she means totes friends or I don't know. BFFs or something. Who is to say? It says Daenerys, John... black sister from BK from the United States. She's from a Burger King in the United States? But the, yeah, she Maybe. is the Burger probably, King. Probably a Brooklyn. Oh, no. That's scary. I don't know. That doesn't really make any sense, Thrifty. John Hardy from the U.S. says, A podcast to quicken one's seed and test one's skill in donk question arts. So, why would you want to quicken one's seed? You want to make it stronger, not quicker. No, no, quicken to make quickening. Like, I hope this, my seed quickens. I hope I get someone pregnant. It's like the quickening in um, that book where people chop each other's heads off. Highlander. Highlander. Quickening was actually when you you could feel the baby move the first time. I think we're the top um, reproductive advice Game of Thrones podcast <laughs> in the yes. world. We're right the now. top Moonblood podcast yes. in the world. Uh, Courier 06 from Ireland says what? That's Ireland. For those who find taste for holdering oh, <laughs> Now he doesn't listen talk. in Ireland. Are you sure that's Scottish? What? You just went to it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I like whiskey. Oh. I died. I don't. I, uh, Curio Six from Ireland says, "For those with a refined taste for Thank hoodering. you. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Crikey! For those with a refined <laughs> taste for hoodering. Blimey! Look at the Jameson. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> there was literally no idea what an Irish accent sounds like. No, oh, God. South Africa. What? Guys, I had a great time I'm tonight. I'm so sorry. Please, why don't you run over to iTunes and give us some more reviews, and we'll read them, and it'll be so nice. Yeah. Hey, if you get lonely this week, come hit us up on Twitter at Cast of Thrones, or you can find me on Twitter individually at Thrifty Nerd. You can find me on Twitter at Bristow, and I'm totally not dead. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at T-I-M-L-A-N-N-I-N-G and I am not going to get run over by a bus or get food poisoning before this show comes out. <laughs> Guys, this is a bad idea. I um, defy you stars! Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek and I'm not going to say what's going to happen to me. 
because that's bad juju. I'm Mike Dow on Twitter. <laughs> Mike Dow died two years ago. <laughs> he is tweeting, tweeting and uh, podcasting from the grave. I think someone just Indeed. knocked on my door. So, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Um, we'll be back next week with some more wonderful book club. Uh, until then, keep riding that donkey. Yay! I'll be right back.